The following podcast contains adult language, profound stupidity, hardcore nudity, and drug references. Children should not be listening to it. Everybody else can fuck a buck or rock off. Nailed it. Welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. My name is Papa Scotch, and with me, as always, is Chump Slap. Wish you. <laughs> with, with me in the studio today, Chump Slap, say something. Hey, what's up there, ladies? <laughs> and then also, we have the scientist. Wish you all the time. Awesome. Thank you, Mr. Sci- <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Scientist. We yes, went through this. Please. Sorry, yes, of course. So, uh, well, we'll start with you, scientist. What have you been up to this week? Well, I uh, played Oxenfree through once. What the hell's that? It's just an indie game. It's like a mystery type solve a puzzle thing. Oh, puzzle. sorry. It, it was interesting. Is it a platformer? Yes, but it's of not course, tough. Yeah. It's basically like a. It's a puzzle former. Sim- <laughs> similar former. to a walking, uh, walking simulator, but <laughs> walking simulator. That sounds riveting. Yeah, it was good. It was like. Take me to the Rapture or whatever one that was, but not. It's like two D side scrolling kind of thing, just a good story. And I uh, started Marvel Spider Man. Oh, what do you think? It's exactly like every other game. It's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, but it's is exactly it it's Spider Man, so that makes it better. But I mean, I hate the parts where you have to fight like forty guys at once, and five of them have rocket launchers, and five of them do every effect attacks, and you got to try and fight. That's just annoying. Are you trying it on hard or something? No, just normal. There's a a power or a power up or skill tree or whatever where you can you know you grab stuff and you swing it around. Yeah. Well, when you do that, it takes out everybody it touches, and that makes the fights way easier. I I followed your advice and got the double finisher thing, and that makes it so much easier too. Yeah, it does. And Is then it? when you combo that with the one that you get more focus for using your spider webs. Oh, I I, I combo that one with the one that when you use a finisher, you get uh. Gadget back. Refill. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a huge one. Yeah, Dude, but it, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> it, but it's an, it's fun game. I just finished Act One today. Oh nice, you're moving along then, huh? Yeah. Scientists don't fuck around. No, that and absolutely not. And of course, the highlight of the week was watching Jesus and Marrow on Friday. Yeah, indeed. Oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. It was good. It's it's weird seeing like the new format, but it's weird having the crowd laughter. Instead yeah. of just like the the working laughter that they had last time. The but crew laughter they always left in. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was all right. It was pretty good. I I enjoyed the opening scene where the kids were asking them all kinds of questions. <laughs> so that, was, that was great. That was a great way to start. <laughs> if you're famous, how come I don't know who you are? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't isn't one of the kids say something like, My dad says you're too black or something like crazy <laughs> like that. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's good stuff. All right, well, what uh, what have you been doing there, Chump Slap? What have you been up to this week? Uh, not much. Just watching shitty horror movies on Netflix. Ooh, and like what? Huge. Yeah, the usual. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I really couldn't tell you a single name of any, but they all just blend together as one like one terrible week. Netflix horror. That's all it Did- is. Did you watch uh, Velvet Buzzsaw yet? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I thought it was, eh, it was all right. 
Yeah, I thought I thought uh, I thought it was good, but it it feels like it was almost there. You know, like it was maybe a scene or two away from being really good. Yeah, there was just something. Uh, it just didn't click right. There's just something missing. Yeah, but, uh, I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, word. I uh, watched Bohemian Rhapsody and feel the exact same way. <laughs> like they did a they did like a great job of capturing like what you imagined it was like behind the scenes. Yeah. But then I read that pretty much every scene was made up or not made up, but like a version of the truth. It's funny you bring that up because Waller watched that on your Plex server and mm-hmm. it ended like just ended. He didn't get nice. to see like the last five minutes. <laughs> oh, really? I, I'm uh, like, I'm I, pretty sure you know how the story ends. Yeah, but. I'll never know that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I have, all, I still have like 20 minutes left. Like, <laughs> what? Well, he had a great quote too. Let me think of what how he put it. He said, "I'm beginning to think Charles, uh, Christian Slater isn't real." <laughs> like, and like that's when he started the movie, and then like at the end, he's like, "This might be about Queen because there's a lot of Queen music." <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Made me laugh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, yeah, nah. Uh, what have I been doing? I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I also started getting into, I haven't played it very much yet, so I don't have a huge opinion about it, but I started playing Anthem. Oh, damn. I was going to ask you what you thought about that. It, it like the shooting and the, like, feels a lot like uh, Mass Effect 2 or 3. Like, it feels good, uh, but... I don't know. I, I haven't really, like I said, I only got like an hour or two into it, but it feels like another Destiny-type game. Is it multiplayer? Online? Crap? Yeah. Yeah, like exactly player. like Destiny or The Division is. Same concept. Like, you'd roll through missions with a squad, and you like I think it's up to four, and the more people you have, the more enemies you fight, and that whole kind of thing, and you get loot. It's exactly the same model. Yeah, it, see, that sounds like fun, but I'm afraid... There's not enough content for it. Yeah. Well, you're not playing anything anyway. So. I know, <laughs> but I don't, like, yeah, I played the shit out of Destiny for, what, two months? Three months, and then killed it. Yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, you got to come back for the Taken King. It got so good. I'm like, well, where the hell was that a year ago when I stopped playing? Yeah, exactly. Why do you have to make it fucking DLC? Yeah. Why do games have to cost me $120 instead of the normal fucking 60 Corporate America, man. I, I wish that more games would just do the like World of Warcraft model and just go subscription if they're going to pull this shit. Like, release one game every five years and expect you to be playing it the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Or Maybe. just go like God of War, where it's like, here, here's the whole fucking game. Play it. Yeah. And that was great. Yeah, it was a great game. They didn't try to jam any multiplayer in that game at all. It was awesome. Yeah, there's no DLC. Any news? Oh, yeah, news I wanted to ask you about, Mr. Uh, Chump Slap. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, your favorite game, Fallout 76. Yeah, of course. They, ju- <laughs> they just released the uh, roadmap for 2019. Uh, some of these updates include it's welcome. March. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. It starts March 12th, and then it's every couple of weeks it looks like they're releasing stuff. But uh, the one thing that was interesting I saw, and maybe you could add some context to this, Chump Slap, because you actually played the fucking game. But um, there's supposedly an update where you can distill and make your own booze. And I guess that comes with, like, a vending machine. 
So you can like sell it from your own establishment? I have no fucking idea. They don't have any type of vending machines in the game so far. But w- how would you feel if they added that? Would it would it be enough to make you want to come back? I mean, it might, but what what am I going to make? Chump booze? <laughs> <laughs> Chump bro. Chump I mean, bro, yeah. But is, I mean, is it going to do like what alcohol did to you in the other fa- or yeah, fallouts? Yeah, it's going to give you like plus charisma, yeah, minus then, intelligence. Like, yeah, then you're dizzy for a while. I assu- See, I didn't even think that. I just assumed it would be part of like crafting, like making explosions or... Molotov but why would you buy it from somebody else then? Yeah, unless everyone can just make their own specific one. That's uh, that's a good question. Well, we'll figure it out when it happens. Yeah, well, let's yeah. see them open the fucking vaults first. Why are there vaults in West Virginia anyway? So people can, so Vault Tech can do their sick experiment. Yeah, but it made sense if it was in Boston and DC. And even Vegas a little bit. There's still people in West Virginia. I doubt they're people. (laughs) (laughs) This is an alternate reality. I mean. Yeah, but in that reality, Wheeling, West Virginia is bumping. It's like the uh, new Atlanta. There's only like, what, 100 and some volts? And there's some in West Virginia? No, you don't know how many volts there are. Well, has there been any numbered higher than like 120? Not that we've seen, <laughs> but how do we know they don't repeat? How do we know it's 1 to 120? How do we not know, like, the 1 is a code and, you know, site error region 1 and 0 through 99 or whatever? Yeah. There's different area codes that we haven't even gotten into yet. It's whatever. Ah. <laughs> it doesn't make science sense is what I'm saying. It makes total science sense. <laughs> Scientists, that sounded like you were just like, you know what? This isn't worth the, the argument at all. That's exactly <laughs> what that was. <laughs> As a classic scientist bailout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard it once or twice, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the only real big video game news I saw. I also saw an announcement that uh, Sony or one of the developers, I, I don't think it was official, but someone prominent came out and said that PS5 is definitely going to be committed to AR and VR. Ugh. Not like I didn't get... I didn't th- I didn't get the feeling it would be entirely based on those, but that they would definitely play a part. Well, I don't want to do either of those things. Well, yeah. What else is it going to do? I mean, well, how f- you could play whatever you want on PS4. If they make a new one, they got to innovate somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I read it more like they believe that these two are the future and are going to invest in them. Yeah. Maybe I'm misinterpreting. Yeah, yeah, we can play that great Rick and Morty game and eat some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and get a trophy. <laughs> Don't forget about that. It's not for nothing, guys. Come on. <laughs> I'm, just not, I'm not just eating shit. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because like all VR games, it's you, you see your model reflected back as like the head and the hands. You know, that's all you see. Yeah. And uh, it's really funny when you, you do take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you eat the laxatives and you shove them in your mouth, and then you look down and you just see like a, like a little perfectly shaped frozen yogurt looking turd fall out. <laughs> like it just materializes at your waist and then hits the ground. You're like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> How do you wipe? Oh, you, there's no wiping. Come on. <laughs> what you kind of VR is this? <laughs> Who wants to wipe in VR? Who wants to eat shit in VR? I oh. do. I, I clearly. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, you learn your lesson. It's not like you take a drug and you're like through this awesome VR experience all of a sudden getting the image that, oh, man, drugs are awesome. <laughs> Look at this great time I'm going to have. It's uh, you eat the poop and vomit immediately everywhere <laughs> profusely. It's about teaching kids. That's what it's all about. Yeah, really. it's about learning. <laughs> it's about learning. Speaking of learning, <laughs> sometimes the most important lesson you learn from a video game is you should never, ever play it again. And that leads us <laughs> to this week's game we're going to discuss, which is the, what is it, 2009 Cla- PlayStation 3 Bonafide Classic. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'll give it that. <laughs> Definitely Bonafide Classic. It does hold the Guinness Book of World Records for the least amount of time spent in my PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, okay. It was released, uh, so quick... Highlights of the game, well, if there are any, it was released September 15th, 2009, written by, and I have no idea if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but I'm going to give it a try, Duppy Demetrius? (laughs) I think it's Doopy. Doopy? D-U-P-P-Y. It's puppy, but with a D at the beginning. Oh, Duppy, yeah, yeah, like Guppy. (laughs) That's good for him, her, or however they self-identify. Good for them. Yeah, let's not let's not be binary. <laughs> exactly, we're way more progressive than that. We're so woke. We are indeed. And we're so woke, in fact, that we played a game, which basic logline is pretty much every karate movie you've ever seen with some guns. There's some uh, Prince of Persia platforming in it too, but yeah, there's time yeah. time stopping and shit, right? It slows down. <laughs> Whatever it is, it was terrible. Well, since you were the person that picked this scientist i'm just gonna say person <laughs> since you forced this on us give us a quick rundown of the story here uh you're like a samurai for hire i don't even know how to say it voiced by eliza dushku douche and uh you just run around shooting and chopping people and there's there's a basic story to it that you're just there hired is. to do stuff oh there's definitely a plot <laughs> but uh the gameplay is pretty bad. I got it from Game... What was that called? Gamefly? Gamefly? <laughs> I put it in my PlayStation, played it for a little bit, and sent it back. I know you platined it, so... Well, I'm surprised it took you this long to bring that up. It's <laughs> the only yeah, reason you, did you chose it. this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't even remember why I... Well, I platinumed it because at that point I was platinuming any game I played. Like, I wouldn't play it unless it was platinumable because I had a problem. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> I remember well, it came out like pretty soon after Grindhouse and that whole like Grindhouse movie. movie resurgence thing. Oh yeah, so what? It just made you like nostalgic for bad games shit. <laughs> <laughs> for certified bona fide shit. Yeah, I well, I just like the whole aesthetic, and so I was like, oh, this game's right up my alley because on paper. You're a mercenary assassin samurai. Similar to Kill Bill. Very similar to Kill Bill, indeed, who can use bullet time to kill enemies. And it, there's a whole thing with the Yakuza and another game. It sounds awesome on paper. Is bullet time like in Webster's Dictionary now? Is that a thing we're supposed to know? Is that like... Yeah, I don't know. Is that from Max Payne? Yeah. Max Payne was the first game to do it. Is but that what it's it really... From? 
I'll have to look it up in a sec, but I was just going <clears> to <throat> say what what really made it prominent was the Matrix. That oh, that yeah, camera yeah, move true. where you like spin around him and see the bullets oh, yeah, is called yeah. bullet time. That's why everyone calls it now. <laughs> you did plat it, so. That's true. I did, and I don't remember why it was so annoying. I well, remember having to play it like seven or eight times. Did you have to like play through and not get hit at certain points? Because that seemed like it would be annoying. No, I don't think it was anything like that. I think it was maybe the difficulty trophies didn't stack. Or no, okay. I'm, I think I remember. There was like five difficulties. They all had a trophy associated with them. And, but only like the first three were unlocked. So you they so they stacked, but you had to play like normal and then beat that so you can get hard and then beat that so you can get like ultra hard and then oh, beat that in like a certain so amount of time. <laughs> yeah, I mean what's the point if your trophies stack at that point? That's awesome though. Yeah. And that and yeah, I played it. I remember being so fucking bored by the end. I re- <laughs> like I watched the speedrun of it and it wasn't a bad speedrun to watch, but I wouldn't want to play it. How long was the speedrun? Like an hour and 45. Really? Yeah. There's like a fucking hour worth of cutscenes. I know, I know. He skipped most of the cutscenes. Okay. It is a speed run. You got to go quick. Yeah, but still. <laughs> well, I guess let's just get into it because I figured the quicker we get into it. Uh, <laughs> the quicker we can forget about this game for the rest exactly. of our lives. Hopefully. <laughs> um, where does it start, scientists? Well, starts with some guy named... Simmons doing a business deal with some guy named Ackers, and he hands him like a. No, that's not Ackers. That's some guy who has. Trevor Ackers, and then Simmons is the other guy that steals it. I thought. Yeah, yeah. So Simmons wasn't doing. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, it's Simmons anyway. He gets a, like a case that Ruby wants or something, and he goes running away. All right. Yeah. Let- First question already. <laughs> In this first scene, they hire Ruby to steal the case because they know that there's a fake Ackers that wants to pick it up because he's an enemy of Ackers. I don't even know exactly. You're, I, think. I hadn't even thought about that until you just mentioned it now. Because why the hell was she there? Yeah, because, I mean... I thought she was just to steal that thing from Simmons. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, exactly, because Simmons is like the fake... He's pretending to be the guy who's buying it for Ackers. Yeah, he's pretending to be like Ruby, but... I guess he just... I don't know. Maybe he's just picking... Yeah, but they didn't give her money. Or did she just keep that? She pocketed that money and just stole it because she killed everybody. Well, she got money from Trevor Ackers later. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Dude, we're already this confused. <laughs> the game well, anyway. has not even started. Um, yeah, Simmons I, runs away with the thing, and then Ruby jumps through a roof, and a bloodbath ensues. Yeah, is, that, is there gameplay there where you're just following Simmons through like the streets? Yeah, and you're shit? Like killing people and fighting guys with okay. swords. Yeah, and they're all. We should also say that it's like, what do you call this scientist? Is this arena-based combat or something like uh, that? Where, yeah, there's there's some of that, but there's also like platforming parts where you're fighting like single guys along the way. But it's mostly yeah. arena-based. So yeah, it's like yeah, a Streets yeah. of Rage or something. Like you go, you platform a little bit, and you get <laughs> to the end, and then it's just wave yeah. after wave. Something like that. I'd say it was more like Double Dragon, but yeah, I see that's your the point. One I, yeah, I couldn't think of it. So I said Streets of Rage like an idiot. But 
I know Simon runs away and he goes to the first arena right. after he goes through the doors and you have to fight a bunch of people and cut things. And that's when I stopped playing the game. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now there, I will, to give it like uh one net positive, when you go to one of those glowing or well, I don't even know what they are, devil symbols on the ground, uh, to save your game, she to- the animation is her tossing the whiskey bottle and shooting it while slamming it, then tossing it and shooting it. Mm-hmm. I, right. I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. So she's like, yeah, I'm just going to chug this whiskey pass out here. That's my save spot. <laughs> yeah, you come back to it later, right? Yeah, makes sense. But yeah, she does kill a lot of people. And then they're, the whole thing's set up to be a grindhouse movie, and that's how it's presented. So there are cutaways when they change scenes to like drive-in movie theater ads and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, okay. I was going to ask about this. So I didn't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, they have nothing to do with the game. Because I only saw it on the one. Like, one of them, I watched two, okay? One had, Ooh. like, just the cutscenes where it was just, like, the movie style. And then the other had this shit in it. And I was like, is that just the person putting it on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair question. but it uh, doesn't make any sense. No, because it's not like there are refreshment ads in the middle of the fucking movie at the drive-in. No, exactly. But uh, <laughs> I think it was supposed to be, like... A time because they always did that in Grindhouse, or that was the comic convention where they just like play the wrong reel or like be losing a reel, and it just jumps scenes dramatically later in the movie, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" And that's I think what they were trying to do is create that point where you could jump ahead, and now she's chasing him in a different area. Yeah, but that was a horrible use of that. I I get it, but it's like if that's your gimmick, use it once. They used it twelve to fifteen times. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, how? How much of an imbecile is the guy who's showing this movie? You fucked up once. Okay, I get it. You fucked up again 10 minutes later. Yeah. I. And they never say it, but you did notice in this original scene, she's in San Francisco. Oh, is um, that? If you had any doubt, they did have a fight in Chinatown um, over the Golden Gate Bridge. And okay. she was, I believe, she jumped around a cable car. Oh, yeah. She starts the the big fucking yeah, chase. A, yeah, on the highway. Scene. Jumping from car to car. Yeah, that looked annoying as fuck. I liked it mostly. You see, it's hard for me to say. <laughs> because <laughs> Looking back. I think it's at one point I must have enjoyed doing it. <laughs> right? Yeah, or else you wouldn't have. Signed on to do it at least two more times. I wouldn't. Where I, I would have scientist it and just dropped out five yeah. minutes into the game. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the point I'm getting at is it's just like, can you have a more stereotypical destination thing for a movie or video game to do in that city? <laughs> no. It's like they go to Chicago and they ate a deep dish pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what jumped bears. up the Sears Tower. <laughs> like. Yeah. Come so all of Act One is, I guess, is just chasing Simmons around until. That's not he, even Act One. He crashes car. <laughs> well, it's the pre-act, the, yeah, the preamble yeah. to the story. Right, and then you. I've to- actually I've done that drive. I've driven across south to north on the Golden Gate Bridge, and the Golden and Gate Bridge from is car not. To car in, and shot people in the face. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't jump any cars or shoot oh, one okay. in the face. I think I did blow through a toll booth. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that probably happened. 
It was very confusing. There was a lot of blinking lights. It was dark. But, <laughs> I was sucking off the driver. <laughs> that, that They make the Golden Gate Bridge look like it's seven to eight miles long. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that long. I mean, if you remember the seminal classic film, Planet of the Apes, they ran across it at the end. Yeah. Or was it Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Whichever one. The first one. Yeah, but Franco. they weren't stopping time every couple seconds to <laughs> jump from car to car. And yeah, shit. and stick swords through people's faces. Well, thank God that the apes did not have that technology at the time, because <laughs> that would have been it for us. At the time. And uh, I, I, it's like, what else are they going to do? Drop them off at like Alcatraz? and They should have. AT&T Park for a Giants game? <laughs> like... Okay, I'll, I'll let it go. Go up Lombard Street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. where was that, huh? But anyway, yeah. Then you get the heart from him after you crash him and bring it to Trevor Ackers, who you find out is the one that paid you to get the heart for his dying dad. Yeah, exactly. Trevor pays you to pick up this heart that was supposed to be coming to you anyway. I, Okay. <laughs> I interpreted this, and by the way, I'm filling in a lot of blanks. I think that's what <laughs> my, that's like what my brain did to make this make sense, you know? Yeah, okay. She was supposed to go and get the heart from Simmons, I believe. Yes. I think, was Simmons was the guy with the heart selling it? He was the yeah, one the, that no, got Simmons it. the ones who stole the heart from the guy who was selling the heart. Yeah, and then shot him in the head. Okay. So I guess she was there to buy or possibly steal the heart from the other side that got shot in the head. That's what I was assuming. And then Simmons got to her first. And she's like, well, guess I got to kill everybody. Oh, you think she was just perched up watching the whole thing, just waiting until, oh, I don't know, maybe somebody will show up and fucking try to spy it instead. That's a good point. And by the way, there's like a donor list for this. Like, why are they? Well, it's a black market heart. It's a black market heart, obviously. A black market heart. (laughs) You think that heart was purchased legally? Is that yeah, but they're, act- they're acting like it's the only one in the city. Well, how I mean, fucking I'm- easy do you think it is to get a heart <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> just go get a heart. <laughs> it's not like he went to the hospital like, I need a heart today. Oh, yeah, you're right. There in San Francisco is plenty of hearts. All right, take a seat. We'll wait. Go to the vending machine in the hall. <laughs> yeah. There's like six of them in there left. <clears throat> And the guy comes tomorrow. Take your pick. Um, no, I'm just what? Fine, fine. He killed somebody for that heart. I'm sorry to break it to you, Papa Scott. <laughs> Obtained illegally. I was just going to compare it to an, a ridiculous example in real life, but this is a video game, and it's not going <laughs> to make sense. So why bother? But I did in this scene where she. Uh, Wait, Trevor's the kid. All right, where she delivers the heart to Trevor, she walks in and just starts fighting those two dudes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, like, jump, right? They're like, oh, God. If they, they made a move at her, they, they stood up, and then she punched them. So they were just doing their job yeah. when Trevor right there is like, oh, hey, what's up, Ruby? Like, he could have stopped it immediately. He, was well, like, he yeah, did stop it pretty it quickly. He stopped it pretty quickly. I mean, he was just like... If he just wanted to see those dudes get punched in the face. Yeah, he's like, this guy's pissing me off all day. <laughs> just wait till she shows up. She's a firecracker. Don't let anybody in here. Okay, boss. Whatever you say, boss. Yeah. But don't stand actually outside the door. Yeah. Just be right inside. <laughs> when someone breaks through the door, <laughs> do something. <laughs> yeah. They he's not very bright. I... No. 
But uh, we also ran into a character right here who we see, Dr. Morris, the guy who's going to... What is his story? I want to see that movie. I know, so do I. They should have made a sequel with just him. Who the fuck's Dr. Morris? (laughs) The doctor that gave the heart to. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was... I I would watch that movie in a second. So would I, because I was intrigued too when I saw it. I was like, wow. (laughs) A doctor with an afro. I got to know his story. He didn't even look like he scrubbed up. No. <laughs> he did. Uh, and and he, mu- he must be a black market doctor, right? Yeah. Like, you say, can't yeah. just show up at the hospital. Like, I got this heart, heart in this no, dude. No, yeah. He's, like, the best. <laughs> I mean, you you know how hard it is to find a heart transplant doctor that's legit? <laughs> Let alone. <laughs> that's true. Usually the guys that are, or ladies, who are smart enough to get to Please. that position don't really throw it away. Yeah. Well, there's probably a lot more money in it. I would though. imagine black market stuff, but a lot more danger. Yeah. Is that what they mean when they say doctors are moonlighting? Possibly. Does that mean working on the black market? No, I think it means they're fucking driving for Lyft and Uber oh, okay. <laughs> just to make ends meet. It's tough yeah. times out there. Because doctors have a hard time eating, making ends meet. Well, I imagine In San Francisco, maybe. I imagine their student loans are a lot more than mine were. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Were? That's a good point. Oh, well, yeah. Well, mine are still there. They're not. <laughs> they're mostly gone. <laughs> they're just not getting paid. They're getting paid $100 a month. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get their money back eventually. Yeah. Hold your pants on. <laughs> you already made enough in interest. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's a race to the grave now. <laughs> and then, okay. So what happens after the heart's delivered? One year later. Boom, boom, boom. And it goes to, I guess, Ruby lives in a graveyard. Or like a junkyard, I mean. Ruby's the main character, by the way. I don't know if we ever said that. But that's her name. Ruby. With an I. Yeah, that it irritates me. It's an I. Yeah, me too. And I don't have a, a good reason for that. It just does. <laughs> it's <laughs> surprised irritating. There, surprised there isn't a little heart where the dot should be. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> weird you said that because... When it zooms in, like it shows where she's living, I was like, this looks like a Borderlands area. Yeah, it kind of did. You know? Like a junkyard turned into a post-apocalyptic housing. But not as good. Yeah, exactly. No, and the game definitely has... I I could have sworn maybe it was just bad graphics, but I thought parts were cel-shaded at least a little bit. It did look like it. It, Yeah, it looked like that. It looked... But it wasn't like consistent. Like Borderlands is all cell shaded, and it gives it that very neat, unique look. And I felt like it came in and out. And I don't even mean just those parts where she like sees red and all that. But yeah, I think it was just Bethesda. Like they just, it yeah. was a Bethesda game, right? Yeah, sure. I think so. I think so. It was just probably fucked up. Insomniac. No, it was. Uh it was Bethesda. They Bethesda published it. I guess there was a whole thing where they bought it from another company when it was like three quarters of the way done. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then they just figure it's cheaper to finish this game and try to sell it than just abandon it. So they just <laughs> went with it. So. Yeah. Instead of not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> like, who knows? Maybe it'll be a hit. But anyway, she's in her junkyard swigging whiskey and stuff. And uh, a car pulls up. And some weird German guy gets out. I can't remember his name. Z something. We'll call him Das Boot. And uh, <laughs> then a, then I assume she's blind, but a assassin-type woman named Tarantula gets out. I yeah. 
Oh, is she blind? I kind of assumed she was. I don't know. I if thought she, she was just weird. Well, so I think she's both. <laughs> okay. She does de- seem to do like a combination of walking slash writhing like around. It's very. Yeah. It's just weird. It's like sidling. Yeah, it's sidling. <laughs> is it supposed to be sexy? I I because I think it it's very supposed confusing. to be tarantula like. Tarantulas don't do that. <laughs> like sidle. It's more crab like. <laughs> but I guess yeah, it's not she's supposed skin. to be like Zoidberg. <laughs> it's not. It's not as a cool name as horseshoe. So they pick tarantula instead. Ugh. Well, she's deadly. That guy is supposed to be. He says he's Mister Acker, William Ackers, the guy yeah. who got his heart replaced. Yeah, and he needs so you to find her, his son. Yeah, just like a year later. Yeah, to the day. I don't know. It just says a year later. <laughs> and Ruby seems to, like you said, sus- like sustain herself every day by doing acrobatic gunfighting at her junkyard and slamming whiskey. Yeah, I imagine that's how people do it now. I mean, I could do that, I guess. Yeah. Was this? Oh, yeah, yeah. This game was taking place in present day as somewhere around present day yeah. Yeah. present but day when it was convenient <laughs> but anyway find my son he's in the wrong crowd you know I'm a black market dealer but he's falling in with even worse crowds so yeah. find him for me please yeah I'm a drug dealer who imports illegal goods but my son's falling in with a bad crowd <laughs> fell in <laughs> with a violence gang <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with drugs and stuff, but they were stabbing and shooting. So they pay Ruby to go find him in Hong Kong? Hong Kong. Correct. So just for the record, because this is going to get ridiculous, we went from San Francisco to her house in Texas to now we're going to Hong Kong. Yeah. Make a note. That's going to come up later. (laughs) Sure is. And uh, you get to Hong Kong, and you end up at some guy Ming's house with his weird... G his slave boy G. I don't know what I it don't is. know if they're I, gay and there it's like his or his brother or like his, his this is my friend brother G. I think it's just his friend because uh, I assume Ruby knows Ming. Like this is an old contact. Yeah, yeah. From Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah, that's what I got from it. And then, but she knows G when she he she walks in because he says hi, Ruby. Yeah, you're right. But I think G like his little brother or something. Yeah, I think like, he's like his his. Mentally challenged little brother. Yeah, something. Or He's nephew or something yeah, like that. something like that. I think nephew would be closer in age. Yeah. But who knows? It's, they seem to have some kind of familial link. Yeah. But anyway. Well, you're just saying that because they're both Asian. <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> yeah, they're not all related. Yeah. Jesus, racist. <laughs> I guess they should be running a Chinese food place, too, in your book. Well, they are highly advanced <laughs> hacker-like people. <laughs> so. Well, it is Hong Kong. <laughs> but anyway, his info that he finds to help you find actors is go talk to Rat Boy. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I know this guy. <laughs> Which I just, personally, I completely forgot about Rat Boy. <laughs> like, entirely. When when I was watching the speedrun, I was like, you got to go find Rat Boy. I'm like, wait, what? Did you say Rat Boy? <laughs> Wasn't he in Portal? <laughs> <laughs> so where I think of uh, when Bart did when Bart morphed into Rat Boy and he was eating the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's great because these notes I have where I just write everybody and I write something about them. I have Rat Boy, nothing next to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the he had some kind of uh, I don't know what kind of situation that was, but like the one from Mad Max Two, 
Yeah, it's like a gladiator it's, thing, right? Yeah, because, I mean, after that, it's just a bloodbath, and you go to Rapaway's place, and it's more bloodbath. It seems more of like a, a another Borderlands thing, like an, a, a battle arena Borderlands. Like, yeah, yeah fight all these guys. Oh. Which, why? And why are... He has so many men on his side, Rap Boy, that he can throw them at you. Like, why are they all hanging out in the same place? Shouldn't they be out <laughs> doing crimes or something? They should be doing something to get out of this gutter that they live in. Yeah. But that, well, from what we learned, that's the way Rap Boy likes it. And apparently he knows where Acker's son is somehow. Yeah, what, what's that relationship like? <laughs> well, that's the bad crowd that he's fallen in with. <laughs> well, no, if he was falling in with Rap Boy, he'd be at Rap Boy's place. He's had to have been there. <laughs> well, maybe that's his old crowd, and his dad wants to hang out with Rap Boy again. Oh, yeah. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> Trevor is has some kind of apparent business deal with Rap Boy. Yeah, I want my kid to be in business deals with Rap Boy again. <laughs> it's like, what do we got? Okay, we got to pay the bank, and then we got the you know the money that goes to Rap Boy. <laughs> and then we like, <laughs> but we got to keep those bum fights going. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the bum fight arena. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what he is. Oh, that's the best part when Rapway like whips out his fucking big ass fifty cal machine gun, which apparently is the only thing that any enemy has against you <laughs> in this game. Yeah, no rocket launchers, just wheeling Gatlin guns. I guess you call yeah. them. And then he whips his Gatlin gun out, and you duck behind fucking bars of a prison cell. Hey, there's like some corrugated sheeting on there. No, there's still open spots. <laughs> they could have done their best to at least he, cover that. Rap Boy doesn't buy good bullets. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good enough. That's where he skimps. He's running some kind of empire. You'd think bullets <laughs> would be the thing they invest in, right? <laughs> That's why he uses Gatling gun. He's got so many bullets, man. How many people do you think he has to fight off in a week? I'm guessing nobody goes there to try and kill him and shoot him. No, because nobody will be there unless they're supposed to be there. Yeah, man. exactly. That's he the way Rap Boy likes it. <laughs> Everyone knows not to fuck with Rap Boy. <laughs> yeah. Which, oh, by the Doesn't way, he, say he does say, yes, he says, and I have that quote written down, nobody fucks with the rat. <laughs> That's how he refers to himself, the rat. Yeah. And the thing is, he's not even the one who looks like the rat. He's got like a, a sidekick right? who looks like a rat. I think sidekick is a generous term. <laughs> <laughs> Gimp is what came to my mind. Gimp okay. looking, yeah. Some kind of situational slave, we'll call it. <laughs> situational slave. Hashtag situational slave. <laughs> oh, jeez. That. Yeah, that's... that's yeah, that's going to blow up. <laughs> you, you go to post that on Instagram, and then you know how it autofills the hashtag, and it's like, wait, nine million public posts already? What is... What? <laughs> well, anyway, after you blow off his hand, he tells you where Ackers is. That's that whole part. Yeah, that's all you do. You blow off his hand and then... Another easy interrogation, like... Yeah. Uh, splinter cell or whatever, <laughs> siphon filter. Yeah, and then he just bleeds out anyway, right? Yeah. Well, we're, we're left to believe he just bled out. Yeah, he might make a return wet, too. We don't know. Oh, we do know. <laughs> 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 or would it just be called wetter? <laughs> Uh, more wet. What? What? What's wets. the abundance of wets? <laughs> wets. I like wets. Like alien and aliens. <laughs> wets. Wets. 
we go back to Ming, right? There's a thing a thing with Ming. Yeah. Or no, After he tells Rat Boy what happens? Uh, we Rat Boy tells him where to go to find Ackers. Yeah. And if I remember this correctly, and this must be wrong because it looks stupid, but he said he's at the parade routes. Yeah, it's something like that. He's like, at, and then because he's doing some illegal dealing, and then the the guys look up and is like, "We have company," and she's like miles away on top of a roof, and he tries to run away. So my question is, they they refer to it as the parade route, as if this is a very common route <laughs> for all the parades. You don't have a parade route in DC. I'm there sure you do. Probably is, but th- what I'm saying is this area is the parade area. Like, are there daily parades? Are there weekly parades? I would hope so. At Hourly least parades? <laughs> is it in the parade district? It's the like, Baimon Sci Fi Conference. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. I guess I just I don't know. That was my hang up. That was my well, jacket sure that came go, apart. If you go to like Louisiana down Mardi Gras way. I'm sure there's like parade <laughs> routes and shit, you know? But no one calls it the parade district. I'm sure somebody does. Oh, maybe they do. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think uh, Chump Slap got the perfect example with this one. <laughs> 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 no other town would have fit in there. <laughs> well, you know how Orlando has the parade <laughs> right now. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. And then you knock Ackers out, and then Ming comes by with a car that you stuff... Actors in the trunk, and then you put them on a plane. That's kind of the end of Hong Kong in general. Oh, you're skipping over the. This is our first Mad Dog sequence. I don't know uh, what they call it. Is that what she gets blood on her face? Yeah, she, she gets red. blood in her face, and then it turns into like a silhouetted, yeah, comic what, style. What was that? Yeah, it just happens every once in a while in the game. Oh, I thought it was like the drug. I thought it was Dragon Breath that got on her face or something. No, it's whenever she gets blood on her face, she happens to her. Happens a couple of times in the game. I only saw it the one time. Yeah, they only showed it the one time in the one scene. Yeah, she gets like blood rage and then flips out. Oh, God, that would annoy the shit out of me. But in, uh, it was in the speedrun. She did like, I think it's three or four times it happens. She throws Ackers in the trunk. They leave and they go, where do they go? They they Uh, take him to an airport. Back to San Fran? Back to San, well, back to somewhere to give to who they think is Ackers' dad. Yes, who is in London is their next location. Okay. So, again... Uh, San Francisco, Texas, Hong Kong, London. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So then you're... Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you take Ackers to who you believe is Ackers' father, and uh, you get the money from him that you got for hunting down his son, quote unquote, and then Tarantula cuts his head off. Yeah, well, then they're like, hey, here's your money. And then you're like, okay, thanks. You start walking away. Yeah, and they cut his head off, and it rolls in front of you. Yeah, why uh, wouldn't they, they just have waited? Like, I don't think they wanted they take you the to money leave. back. Yeah, and then they stab you. That's you fight true. German guy. Yeah, if I, I, I don't remember. Say something. Das Boot. You fight Das Boot. I just have a German guy. I yeah, I don't know if they ever named him because I got everybody else's name. It came. It came up where I, when they first show. When him. you first show him, yeah. But yeah. I didn't want to well, you got Tarantula's name first. But anyway, she cuts his head off. It rolls in front of you, and then you fight the German guy. He stabs you, and you apparently. What yeah. they think is die. He just stabs you in the chat, like in the gut, and then he's like, "Ha ha, silly Osveter saying," and jumps out the window. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, because why didn't he finish the job? You know, he's supposed to be a professional. Yeah, I mean, they took the money. Why not just kill you there? Yeah, because what what good could possibly come from 
not making sure she's dead. It's just going to be revenge. You're like, they, eh. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to look over your shoulder if you cut her fucking head off. Get That's Tarantula true. to do it. I mean, Jesus. And and then it <laughs> cuts to somehow you're alive in Milo's boathouse or whatever. Yeah, some guy are. just fucking finds yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that you know. Yeah. Like, and, aren't you and he ju- nurses you back to health. Doesn't he stab you in the gut and you fall like, in a fountain or something? No, the whole place is on fire, yeah. isn't it? It's going to burn down. Okay. Is that that's not the only place that's on fire? No, no, right? that's, there's another later. wooden hallway on fire later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Wait that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, you just wake up in Milo's houseboat. Yeah, he's like, uh, I, we're even now because we didn't get the Milo pre sequel game yet. Yet, but oh, <laughs> it was going to be a telltale game. Dude, it was going to be so good. <laughs> it was going to be dry, is what it was going to be called. It's just going to be him fishing. <laughs> <laughs> He seems to love it. <laughs> but then you go on some mad quest to try and find out who this guy is that betrayed you. No, but then Milo gives you info, right? Well, he tells you to go f- talk He's to... He's like, go talk to Kafka. Kafka yeah, Dvorak. Yeah. She can help you. So it's a fetch quest. We're going oh, on a Because you're looking quest, to find... This, this part Papa of... Ackers now. Yeah, yeah you want to... Because you think he's still Ackers. You don't know he's not Ackers yet. Yeah, so you're tr- she's going to try to find the real one now. Yeah, She's not yeah, trying yeah, to find yeah. Pelham. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because she wants to talk to him and straighten this shit out, I yeah. guess. But you got to like, go to Kafka first yeah. and find out what she knows. And for some reason, I wrote this down because it made very little sense. She wants to collect another copy of a 13th century treatise on the geographical architecture of London. No. It's the third book in a series of three. Okay, there's that much information about the geographical architecture of London from the 13th century? Apparently, you didn't do your info. <laughs> I, I did some research on this, and this is historically accurate. I'll leave it at that. Oh, cause <laughs> nice. Because I, I actually looked it up and couldn't find I was trying to find maps of London from the 13th century, and it wasn't very big, so there couldn't have been that much architecture. And what is geographical architecture? The, I, I assume it's like the boundaries of countries and states and cities and shit. Right? I thought it was like more like topography, but... But Their old-timey way of selling it? I don't know. It just bothered Topology? me. Topology? I don't think London was that big in the 13th century to have three books written about it. I don't know, man. They were very wordy about, <laughs> their, about their treatises back in the day. But, I mean, it was just invaded in England in the 13th century. Well, I did, whatever. Anyway, either there were three <laughs> copies of the same book, and she wanted all three. It, or this is the third of yeah. three. Yeah, I thought I thought it was more of like a ninth gate thing where she tries to find different copies of the book. Oh, to see which oh. which yeah, she wants to, yeah. three copies had all the Satan pages. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Them. That's, what, <laughs> that's what I took it out as. <laughs> that's probably what it was. I didn't see that, but yeah, that makes sense. That's actually this. That's what Wet Two was going to be. You were going <laughs> to fight Satan when Kafka brought her back. But anyway, you go find this book, and then there's an uncharted scene. Oh, and then dude, we go back to Kafka. It's so dumb. Because she's like, oh, it's on a plane. <laughs> she's like, oh, it's like fucking Indiana Jones, where it's like, oh, it's not snakes. She's like, oh, not planes. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's flying all over the fucking world all the time. Yeah, she's like, I don't like planes, and then gets on planes and goes to t- all over the world. <laughs> yeah. But but this is the thing, too. Like, if you don't like planes, 
it's not because you don't say I don't like planes because you're kind of annoyed with how long travel takes. You say that because you're scared of flying. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm like, saying. Like I think that's fair to assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this scene, she's like, "Oh, it's blown up. Guess I'll jump." And she seems very calm that entire fall down and when she's going for that parachute. Up. Well, first off, it's pretty irresponsible to have all those guys shooting guns on the inside of a plane. <laughs> Trying to stop someone from stealing a book. Yeah. Why couldn't she steal it when they were on the ground? She walked in. Because it was boarded onto the plane, and she followed it onto the plane to grab it. And then she's like, I'm going to grab it now. Ah, oh, the door just closed. It seems like bad planning on Ruby's part. Also, wasn't it just like laying out? Yeah. Like it wasn't in a crate or something. I no, she owned a crate. A crate. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't okay. like it wasn't wrapped in bubble wrap or anything. <laughs> you think they'd take a little more care yeah. or like some kind of climate control box. <laughs> well, it's just a stupid book. There's three others. <laughs> apparently, I, I, I was going to say, I think the scene was pretty neat, but we've, it's nothing we haven't seen before. But does she blow up the, sh- does she blow up the plane? I think someone shoots through the thing and a fire starts and then it blows up. I'm oh, exactly cause it sure looks like it was like a fuse. Cause it follows like this fire that goes around the plane and, Back to it probably had gas lines in it for some reason. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and then you're falling and dodging shit. Is that what this was? Just a dodging scene? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then you have to fall to a parachute and pull the parachute, right? Yeah, and I remember also this not being too terribly easy, this sequence. Like you had to it like, didn't look easy. The guy doing the speed run said it was very tough. Like you had to get the timing right or else you couldn't get through parts. Yeah. It looked like you had to like go all the way around <laughs> 360 clockwise and then fly back. Oh, it looked so annoying. I do remember that. Yeah. Because if you get hit once in the golden bullet difficulty, you die. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it was? Golden bullet? Yeah. That was like the one hit kills or something That's like that. That's bullshit because there's no bullets involved in that part. Well, people are shooting at you. And you shoot at people, I think. No, not when you're falling. You just grab them and punch them. Pop, pop. Bop, bop. I'm pretty sure. Well, anyway, then you survived that. Oh, oh Uncharted yeah. did that seem better, by the way. But yeah. Well, you grab the parachute, and you don't have to worry about any more fucking falling debris, which doesn't make sense. No, because yeah. they would all just come <laughs> catch up to you. <laughs> I wanted to know how the propellers got lower than you. <laughs> like, all that debris yes. is farther down than you are. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you jump up before it blew up? No, yeah, might have. Maybe, maybe the blowing up pushed it towards the ground faster. Yeah, that's uh, that works. Had to be it. It's got to be what it is. I'm taking your job over here, scientist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is the first time it cuts scenes and it says present day Acker's Mansion. Oh, after uh, after you get the location. From yeah, the after the whole parachute fall and shit. And then. So there's more of a bloodbath, and then you see Acker's, and he says, "You killed my kid." Yeah. He's not thrilled about it, no. No. And at that point, you don't realize it's not the same guy, or did she? Well, I think at this point you do. Okay. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's not the same guy. It's like, I didn't kill him. You did. I was <laughs> duped. That's not, that's no excuse. Yeah, ignorance is not an excuse. Yeah, well, she was, I remember right after it happened, she was really pissed at herself. Because she was like, oh, I got played. Yeah. She's like, Something oh, like they that. marked me right away. I didn't realize They didn't it. expect you to live. A lot of great lines in this game. Is this when you talk to Milo? You find out the guy's name is Rupert Pelham. Yeah, you, right after that, you go talk to Milo again. Yeah, Milo happens to know that. And that she's he sells dragon's breath. 
That's the new drug for the Tiger Claw Clan. I got a quick question for you, Papa Scotch. Isn't oh, that boy. the same name for the drug they gave in Spider-Man? Like, isn't there a dragon's breath? One of the gangs is, or there's like an energy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Is they, this they use tiger's breath. Pay one red breath. mana plus one plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fire breathing. That's fire breathing. That's, that's fire breathing. dragon's breath. My bad. Dragon's breath is the one you can return from your graveyard to your hand. Okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. So... <laughs> so but uh, I believe, to answer your question, that yes, they are the same thing. Okay. I, we, again, we could go look it up and check for sure. I mean, I did really. just play the oh, game Oh, you think today. they're the same thing? Yeah, they're exactly the same thing. It's the same universe. This is a Marvel oh, game, right? That, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bull, her bullet time jumping is just spidey sense. In a just way. Just for Texas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see that connection until just now. She's actually Spider-Woman in the comics, but we'll get back to that later. Yeah. But yeah, he tells you that it's Robert Pelham and you have to go back to Hong Kong to try and find him. Or that, yeah, that's what they tell you. Yeah. And then you're like, boom, back to Hong Kong. <laughs> back to talking to Ming. And this time, Xi's being weird, right? Oh, because he, he was weird before, but he's even weirder now. He like, gets up and leaves. Is he on drugs? Yes. Is Xi addicted to Dragon's Breath? Is that what I'm led to believe with this part? Yes, later. I thought it was... That he maybe the the bad guys were talking to Xi already because didn't they kidnap? Well, well, you don't know what Ming Ming's death. We'll talk about that in a second because <laughs> that's there's some fishiness going on there. Well, he tells you that Chris Sorrell and June Lee work for Pelham, and then oh, that's right, yeah. And then who tells you that Ming? Ming, yeah. This then, is when Xi's gone. Yes, he's like when he you show up when he's he shits like, his pants uh, and walks out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> So you go and hunt down Jun Lee. Oh, yeah, this must be exactly what happened because I wrote in my notes, Xi's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I actually wrote that exact same line. But <laughs> piece of shit betrayed you. <laughs> yep, but that's anyway, what I Because you go to Hong Kong and you're like, I don't know, check the ice factory. I thought this, right? Does Ming tell you about the ice factory? I don't know. I, you go and hunt Jun Lee at like the docks next. Yeah, that's the ice factory, I think. With a bunch of old-timey... Like 15th century I wrote boats? that down too. I wrote 17th century caravels. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> what yes. are they doing there? <laughs> but it's not like there were one or two of them. That was the entire yeah, fleet. That's how they move the their dock. drugs around the world. Yeah. <laughs> it seems very inefficient, but... I don't know. Oh, surprisingly boy. less taxes on those. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You probably evade, like, international laws because you're not flying a flag of some sort. Exactly. They know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, so in my notes again, it says bloodbath, chase Jun Lee. Then you fight Jun. And then Jun is... After some more arena fighting and... Is this where you're like, ask me questions or else I'm going to cut off your limbs and throw them in the pond. Is this this Jun? Yeah, sure. Well, you got him like on the ground. Yeah. And you're like threatening to kill him. And it's like, tell me this, tell me this. And then she, he eventually says where to find Pelham. Yeah. It's like, that was the thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're going to cut my limbs off and throw them in the fucking water? Or I'm going to throw my sword in the air. <laughs> you're not going to stop our caravels. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty silly. <laughs> like, oh, or I could kill you quickly. That was the whole th- – He, she was going to kill him anyway. It's like, oh, is it going to be quick or slow? Blah, blah, blah. I'm so tough. But then why would you tell her if you're just going to die anyway? That's, what, that's, that's the selling point? 
Yeah, I, I don't I know. I can cut all your limbs off and feed them to the fishes, or... I could kill you now when you tell me. Or I could throw this sword in the air, and it's going to land right in your heart, man. <laughs> Trust me, I've done it before. But yeah, he, he rats on Pelham right away. Snitches. Yeah. Tells him where, she, where he is. If there's one thing I've learned in the last couple of weeks of these games... It's not hard to interrogate people. No, these... People are, people are bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you if you don't tell me. All right, here it is. I'm going to kill you anyway. Yeah. All right, well, here it is anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the lesson I've learned. He says he's at the opera house, right? So, uh, yeah, something like that. Because there's a rock and roll shootout that comes out. Yeah, because yeah. now it's like present day. It says it again. Like, okay, no shit, it's present day. You're not in the future now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the game's going to be present day for the rest of the game, I assume. They could flash back. I think there, there are flashbacks that happen in between that they don't show in the... Okay. Like when, when she learns how to use new weapons. Oh, all right, that makes a lot more sense. That's why That's it would probably, say present yeah, day yeah. again. Because it happens in the speedrun. I don't know if it happened in any of those. Do you remember that, uh, Papa Scotch? No, Do I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> at all there's like you're at her place it like flashes back when there's a new weapon in the game like a submachine gun or something and you like practice shooting with it oh like, yeah okay they, they, they did it in the speed run we didn't see it in the, the cutscene movies I vaguely remember that I, yeah but I didn't see it in my uh, cutscene movie now yeah alright so you go to the Royal Opera House yeah the, with the rock and roll shootout one blow- two three fuck you <laughs> <laughs> with uh what I I just wrote down Hong Kong rockabilly band question mark <laughs> I just put rock and roll shootout that's all I mean. yeah you just blow up shit behind her and kill yeah. her and then she pulls out a machine gun because that's the weapon of choice of course and says nobody fucks with my band <laughs> yeah and then opens fire. oh that's a flashback to Rat Boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody fucks I didn't with even them. realize it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't connect those dots dude this game's deeper than you think yeah come on. But who, that must have been an interesting meeting. You know, you have Ackers, Rat Boy, and <laughs> Hong Kong Rockabilly lead singer lady at the same table. Yeah, it's the people you least expect. I guess so. captains of industry they are. Yeah. And after you, after you kill her, you find Pelham. And G's there because he was kidnapped. Was he kidnapped? No, no, well, you assume he was kidnapped. Oh, yeah, because he comes up to you like, oh, he saved yeah, me. Ruby, Ruby, save me, save me. <laughs> That's a little racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> or is that what he sounded like? I don't remember. <laughs> there was a, I thought I just tried to do it high-pitched. I didn't even know it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he Either says way, that, spot on. But he's like cowering on the ground, and then he stabs you in the leg. Yeah, what, he just stabs you with the drug? I get something to knock you out. Or some, just anything, okay. And then, boom. And then that's when... Uh, Pelham says, never underestimate the power of feeling good or something like that. That's, yeah, yeah, something weird. I don't he know. says a line that yeah. made me feel like G was on drugs, and that's why he did this. Like he was an addict. He was an addict. Yeah, that's what I assumed was happening. That did not scan for me. What can I say? But I'll. It sounds yeah, good. It was one line that yeah. just made it. Like, he click. did. Yeah, it was something like that. I, yeah. I don't know exactly what it was. But then. Uh, Ruby wakes up and she's hanging from uh, a hook for some reason because they didn't want to. Yeah. In her panties and she's being electrocuted by a little person. Still has a t-shirt on though. Christopher Sorrell. Yeah. The other. Yeah. They they didn't give the little person a name. It just says torturer when they show him. Yeah. 
And then he just hooks up a car battery to the pool. Yeah, it's not a very in-depth torture session either. It's like three minutes of electrocution. No, not even that much. Probably 30 seconds spread out among three questions. And he's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. And then the he's main a, guy, Chris Sorrell, just turns around. And he's like, I'm done. Do whatever you want with it. Hey, he doesn't seem very dedicated Rape to torture. Rape the corpse him. if you want. You know what That's I what mean. he insinuated. That's what, he, yeah. <laughs> That's what I got, yeah. But then somehow she just frees herself. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, I was waiting for this fat fuck to leave so I could beat <laughs> yeah. this midget up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't take both of them at my same at the same time. Yeah, but. it was weird. But then what happens after that? Well, after she beats up the midget and throws him in the pool. Yeah, I have more of a bloodbath on the road. So you mu- it must be the other oh, scene. Oh, this is, yeah, this is the scene where it's like the red, black, and white shit yeah. that's in the movie. And, and who did she kill when, when she was just finished the torturing or getting tortured and she slipped it? And who did she fight there? Just a bunch of people, I thought. Was it just a dude in a minigun that was... Because I thought it was Sorrel, but then you're chasing Sorrel at the car chase scene, Yeah, it's right? not Sorrel. You well, don't you, other guy. you just kill the torturer, and then don't you just get a minigun yourself yeah, and, and shoot up the place? Like a bunch of people yeah. are trying to get in. And after this bloodbath and then on the road destroying some other cars, you go back to Ming's place. Oh, yeah, this scene where Ming comes. You just walk into his place, and then Ming just – he walks from, like, the balcony or something yeah. into the house – and he just like slumps down on the kitchen floor. Yep. And bleeds to death. Yeah, he must have just been shot like three seconds before. Like he just out. shot. Like he doesn't say <laughs> yeah. go. They're right out there. He just starts bleeding to death. And he tells you they're going to London. That's because you can walk. You can look at his footsteps from the outside <laughs> into the kitchen. There's no blood. <laughs> but then when they pan back, it's like he's sitting in a pool of blood. Thirty seconds dying. later, there's a pool of blood yeah. there. And this is where she asks him, like, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, like, they're going back to London. Yeah. So then you go to Milo again and ask for his help because he seems very useful this entire game. Yeah, because Milo knows a little too much, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know about that Milo guy. And this is your – so you went Texas to Hong Kong to London to Hong Kong to London. Yeah, you're back in That's London That's where we are now. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we back at the Acres, Acres Mansion? No, he tells you Chris Sorrell is in a cannery or whatever. So oh, you yeah. Go, you have to go try and find Sorrell. He's like, oh, I've seen him building up a force. There's yeah. a lot of room there, so there's going to be a lot of guys. So, yeah, you go to the cannery, and you more bloodbath, and you set the place on fire, and then you get a Sorrell, and he another easy interrogation for the character. Oh, yeah, you're running, like, a it's, whole back back alley yeah, of burning shit, and then you get to his room. Very Prince of Persia style. Yeah, and then the room doesn't burn. Everything else is burnt and fall down behind you. But that <laughs> room stays point. burning for a while. Yeah. And he immediately cracks and tells you where Pelham is. Yeah. And then gets burned alive. <laughs> yeah, but, you just cut off his legs, right? Yeah. He doesn't even say anything. He doesn't even scream. I don't know if you kill him or something. Because I thought you cut off his legs, but he just lays on the ground not doing anything. Yeah. I thought that was weird, too. Because he doesn't say or do anything. But she only does one sword swipe, and it looks like she cut off his yeah, legs. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever, he, he, he's burning. So. I thought it was weird, but yeah. So now she knows where Pelham's located. So now you go to Pelham. Where's Pelham? I think he's in London. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. I, don't see, I don't have another note that you went somewhere else again. Is that German guy alive, or do you fight him somewhere in the game? I think he's the guy you kill. Okay. Because I know after you go, go through another bloodbath at Pelham's new residence, once you get there. You kill him right before you fight. Tarantula. All right. yeah. Then you kill him, and then I guess you fight Tarantula, which is a weird fight. Yeah, that's very strange. 
And it looks really super boring. It does. Unless there's a big like I don't remember the I don't remember the scene from the speedrun too much cuz I kind of blacked out near the end. Yeah. Oh, it looked like a bunch of dodging and yeah. shit. Yeah. And quick time events. Yeah, so dumb. That's off the off the topic here. One good thing I like about Spider-Man is turning off quick time events. Oh, you can turn them off? Yeah. It automatically absolutely. does them for you then. Oh, good. <laughs> don't have to mash square to lift cars off of people. That's annoying. But anyway, back to the shitty game. So then you fight Tarantula and you break her neck. Yeah. Yeah, you just snap her neck. Snap her neck. After the boring boss fight, yeah. And then you go to Pelham. You, I'll give you every day, blah, 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 blah. I'll do whatever. It's like, here, take this money. No, I'll just take your life. <laughs> Cut his head off. And how was she all of a sudden able to like dodge bullets and hit him with her sword? Like, Where was that superpower yeah, the whole game? She didn't use it the whole game. Oh, this is actually in Acker's residence. Forgot that. Yeah. Because that's where they're going to kill Ackers, like, cause, so he can take over all of the illegal drug caravel distributors. Yeah, because he already killed Trevor. <laughs> yeah. So now he has to just kill the old man. And then after you kill Pelham, Ackers is there. We are not enemies, but we are not friends. And boom. Cutscene of tarantula twitching, and then it's over. And that's it, right? Yeah. That was it. Big letdown for a big letdown of a game. I'll tell you, I mean, I still think the presentation gets an A-plus from me. Absolutely. Oh, shit. Those fucking cutscenes of <laughs> 50s drive-in commercials. I don't. I think he meant the game world. Well, I'm just saying that's part of the presentation. That's true, but so were like the, the little moments, like the elevator loading scenes. Those were pretty cool. The red and white aesthetic was pretty cool. I, I think... Yeah, presentation wasn't bad. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm not even getting the gameplay yet, but the presentation <laughs> was very good. Okay. Like it was different. I'll give it a B minus. I'll give it. It's better than average. I'll give it a C. C. Fuck you. C. <laughs> yeah, C. What year C's was a this? little ridiculous. I might give it a B. Was this eight years? Nine. Yeah, eight years after nine eleven. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. This is a C. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because this game, as we all know, is after nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> eight years. Yeah, it's a long time after that. I mean, eight years, they had they could have had better dialogue. It was exactly ten years after Siphon Filter, so. Well, the t- leaps and bounds dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> <is there>, <laughs> Everything also like all the stages, the free falling level, the bullet time, the minigun. Re- it all felt like it was just taken from other games, you know, like. Yeah. It, yeah, it was like nothing pla- novel about it. The platforming it. was stolen from every good platforming game. And uh, I don't know. It just seemed like a Quentin Tarantino film turned into a game. And Right, noth- nothing felt original. Yeah. Exactly. Except for the one line. I don't know who, you know, maybe you have this written down in your quotes thing, but I, th- I think it's the German guy. But he says, you and your little monkey guns. <laughs> Just jumping and bumping around. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that one. I missed it. <laughs> Monkey guns. Yeah, I didn't understand it at all, but I thought it was hilarious. No, the only one I have that we didn't say was uh, there was nobody fucks with the rat. And uh, <laughs> when she brings the book back to Kafka, here's your fucking book. <laughs> yes. I did like that one. I did like that one. Oh, the- yeah, that's all I have for quotes this time. I have a, a Pelham when you first when you think he's William Ackers the like the first time you see him he's like look you saved my life now I need you 
to save my sons. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I did you a favor. Now I need you to do me another favor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the inflection of it and everything else. It's like, hold up. It also feels like on paper, the game has everything in it that I should love like on paper it sounds great yeah yeah it seemed but it just, like it doesn't work the execution wasn't there yeah it seemed that you needed the bullet time way too much it was a quickly survive. rushed bethesda game <laughs> it sure was classic bethesda the signs were there <laughs> soundtrack i'll give you a, a d minus because it would kind of annoy me listening to it over and over and over oh, again you you got to see how many bands were in it in i know the, i saw in the intro cutscene. <laughs> the Arkham's was the only one I remember I've ever heard of before. I was like, the group. Uh, it, I don't remember any of the names really. <laughs> Daddy's Rockabilly Revolution. <laughs> the Ghoulish Ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was the whole story of the Wet franchise, right there. Yeah, left it open for a fucking <laughs> sequel. Yeah, <laughs> and a comic book, and just make like a whole spinoff universe. Would you play it again? No, I. <laughs> you wouldn't play it. I like to time. think I. W- I like to think I would give it another shot, but then I'd play it and be like, no, and just start getting PTSD and cry and just put it down. That's the best thing about getting older. I don't have I don't have time for bullshit in games. So I'm done. Move on to the next one. Well, I'm glad you guys said that because I was like, this game doesn't look terrible. But then <laughs> scientist was like, did you watch the gameplay? I was like, oh, no. It's all like that. <laughs> He's like, I was like, yeah, did you watch the gameplay? He's like, I just saw a little part where they're jumping around, for, like slowing down time shooting. I was like, that's the entire game. Yeah, that absolutely is. <laughs> that's insane. And jumping off different stuff. That's yeah, because when a boss takes out a fucking machine gun, there's nothing you can do besides jump <laughs> and <laughs> slow time down. I mean, there is one cool thing, though. You can shoot two different enemies with your guns, like one in one way and one in the other. Oh, yeah. But other than that, that's... After you do it the 700th time in the third level. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what made me quit playing it because I was at that arena in the beginning and I was just jumping and slowing down. You're just shooting, kept doing the same And I'm shit. terrible at aiming. So I was just shooting and missing. So I'd have to jump again and then slow down time and shoot and miss. And I was like, fuck this. And I turned it off. <laughs> and I think it's forever in my trophy list because I smashed one of the stupid single b- symbol banging monkeys. So I got a bronze trophy for just destroying one. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you have just that game at one percent or something like that. But yeah, I would never, I would never touch it again. But I'm glad I know the story now. Yeah, now that I know the story, I don't feel I need to touch it. <laughs> I I I think it was the story was appropriate ridiculousness for the length of the game. And it was only like what a four hour play, six hour playthrough. If you watch all the cutscenes, yeah, probably or die a couple times, probably four to six, yeah. Yeah, when you play it seven times, it's about two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, and I remember that golden bullet difficulty being a fucking nightmare, too, because it's one hit death. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun. Especially because people are shooting you all the time. and No, but there I get to say that on a personal level, at one point, I could have been the foremost expert on the game. <laughs> <laughs> Where was this podcast ten years ago? I know, right? <laughs> I'd have to be beating him off with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, he's just beating him off. <laughs> <laughs> so, closing remarks. Anybody have anything else to say about this magnificent game? Look, I'm not the game's enemy, but I'm not its friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can top that. 
Were you waiting the whole time to use that? You or thought were you about specifically it specifically waiting until the end. <laughs> Bullshit, I don't do any research until Saturday. <laughs> how long were you holding that one in? Good three or <laughs> wait, what is it in Family Guy? He's like, How late were you up thinking about that one? Three or f- three or four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Wasn't that late? <laughs> But we can't Jesus. top that description. I yeah, that's pretty much it. No, I think that sums it up. Our favorite weekly segment, Woo-woo. Scientist's Lock of the Week. Scientist, who do you got this week? I have uh, the Dresden Rooks over the Magnitovorsk Knights. It's Eastern European Chess Speed Chess League. It's amazing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a is that a team sport or is that individual? Yeah, yeah, it's three on three, three on three, oh. and who's gonna win? The Dresden Rooks. What are they gonna win by? It's just time based. They win. They'll win by five minutes probably. Five minutes. That's fucking. That's a lock. <laughs> that's it's, it's guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, it's three, it's three on three. Best of three matches. Sell your money. It's but just watch it. It's amazing. Get all your money together. <laughs> Sell it, <laughs> sell your money, <laughs> flip it, make two times money. The Magnetovorsk. <laughs> no, the Dresden Rooks will win. Dresden Rooks up in the house. <laughs> Represent. Yeah, it's they've been up. having some troubles lately, but Magnetovorsk will bring out the best in them. I feel just like you just made this up by looking at my bumper stickers. <laughs> <laughs> you have Magnetovorsk bumper sticker? Do they wear jerseys, or are they all dressed in, like, suits? It's suits, yeah. It's, like, I mean, cor- corduroy suits with leather patches, you know, that type I of thing. I mean, they could wear that, but usually it's just, like, button-down shirts and ties. Nothing. It's nothing fancy. No helmets gotcha. for the Magneto versus. No. You don't need helmets in speed chess. Uh, it depends how fast you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, scientists. As always, we appreciate it, and like we always say, it's a 100% guaranteed pick. This is why we need that soundboard so we can do the lock sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just do it with our mouths. Because <laughs> it's, it's sure thing. It doesn't sound as good as the first time. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Let's <laughs> save that clip. I'll edit that clip. In, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So we're gonna move on then to our favorite segment ever. Way better Chump than that. <laughs> <laughs> recommendation window. Every week we ask Chomp Slap to recommend us something. And today, we would like his recommendation for what is the number one best Sega Genesis console edition. (laughs) I'm going to have to go with OG Sega Genesis console. I'm not talking Master System. not, Not that shit that was released in Europe. Sega Genesis. Like original boxing. Yes. It came with Sonic 1, I believe. May may have been Altered Beast. Oh, oh that's right. With the with the on-off like switch toggle thing. It's the only one I've ever had. It's the only one I've ever loved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It had the little gray rectangular reset button. Yeah. I believe it had volume too that you could put headphones it in. It did. All right. I'm surprised you didn't say maybe Genesis 2 with the 32X attached. You, you don't know me at all. What, gentrifying him? <laughs> swear to yeah. Christ. The city's changed me, I swear. <laughs> well, why don't we talk about the Sega CD? <laughs> Let me push my glasses back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
We're drawing lines in the sand here between Sega and Nintendo kids. Which side are we on? You're going to have to listen next week when we're back. So I'm definitely a Sega with that, person. We're getting out of here. Have a good one. Smell you later. Take it easy, chumps.